The sun has risen. What do you mean? Ilanga selipumile. Oh, well, that is that. We have a new king, a new king. A single king, Natasha. A very single man. And the people are like, oh, can he be an actual king unless he has, um, unless he's married or something along those lines. Talking about maybe or family or maybe or something. So opportunities arise. See too many CV, Natasha. I don't when, think I fit the bill. What what is the what is the requirement? Well, to be in Lovgaz civilly, your cobo, you have to be also a, a daughter from a royal house. I mean you are a daughter from a royal house. Ah, why are you discounting yourself? <laughs> you are. Mm, mm. What else? Um, I think you know, the, the, for you to be like in love with us, obviously you can be a wife. Mm. <laughs> Bayete. <laughs> Bayete, indeed. Bayete. Uh huh. I will, will, will come back to this. But um, welcome to Girl in Sky's podcast with me, Natasha. And Colin. I sometimes go by Nat. I sometimes go by Michelle. So yeah. you know, I'm also a a a a daughter of a, of a, of a queen and daughter of royalty. But it's just that I'm, I'm taken, I'm off the market. But, you know, if it wasn't for that, I, I just wanted to, to throw it out there. You know, so I, I, I could be a candidate if it wasn't for the fact that I was in a happy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, to, you have to choose which, which king. Exactly. I've chosen a king. I've oh. chosen we love it we love it but actually you know interestingly enough um so i haven't really been paying too much attention to you know everything that's been happening with the, with the zulu kingdom yeah but i think it's interesting because very like most kingships are contested even mm. like lopengula was contested wasn't mm. like contested mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even our own Bulelani. Yes. You know, our own king. Why do you think that is? Is it because it's such a a, a, a prominent, like it's such a high position? Like why do you think that is? Like why is there such a history of um people contesting and contention? Why is why is that? Do you know what I think it's because it's um I think there are different traditions like mm-hmm that other people follow what i do know right and what i've always understood Mm. is that a king right we use the term queen loosely right Mm. because we'll be like oh the king's wife is queen Mm. right Mm. but actually 
in Lovugazi, like the the actual queen, really, mm-hmm. it has to be from a royal household. So it has to be like the daughter of a king, mm. right? Mm. And then that that is in law. It doesn't matter whether she is wife number four, five, six, mm. right? And then the 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 heir, the, the when the two come together, their offspring is then the rightful heir. But then, I think some people have different schools of thoughts. So you'd have, you know. For ex- okay, like I said, the, with, with this one, I don't want to pretend like I've been following. I haven't really been. But the only thing that I do know is that uh, King Misuzulu's mother, apparently, from my understanding, and apologies if I'm getting this wrong, is that she is um, King, King Swati's sister. Oh, I see. Right? So... Meaning that Anju King Swatilai, his father was the king. So, so, but she was yes. the third wife of the king. And so, wait, was it the sister or the third wife of the king? I'm now confused. She's King Swati, you know, mm-hmm. Swaziland. She's mm-hmm. Swati's sister. Okay. Swati's sister married the Zulu king. I see. Okay. But is the third wife of the Zulu king. Mm-hmm. Then Umis Zulu is there, is her first son, okay. right? But she is not the most senior wife. Mm-hmm. There is another senior wife. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to, say, Lopengula, mm-hmm. right? Ulopengula, Ulo, Queen Lozike is like you know known we all say queen was k but queen was k is not in lovugazi i'm sorry guys i know some of you like i'm touching you in your studio she's not in lovugazi because she came from like a military family she is not the daughter of a king, she's not from a royal household, mm-hmm. which is why Queen Lord's K really was Lopengula's senior wife. Mm-hmm. But when he now needed to have a, a, can I go into this or is this boring? No, I think it's really interesting. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> and historians, if, <laughs> if you're out there, I, you know, I, 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 um, I stand to be corrected where I, I get it wrong. Ulo Pengula, right? So Lozike is senior wife. Ulo Pengula wasegulethwa u mamkwananzi, right? There was a mamkwananzi who was brought to be the, because um, she came from a royal household, right? So she was brought in uh, to be the wife, right? However, what happened is Umam Kwananzi um, was struggling to uh, get pregnant, right? 
although we know nowadays we would say they were both struggling to get pregnant, right? So what they then mm-hmm. did is that they brought mm-hmm. another mom mm-hmm. probably maybe her young sister or, or cousin or something, but for, from the same sort of household. Yeah. So now Lopangula had two mom kwanans, mom kwanans, mom kwanans, right? Mm. Both of mm. them. And then as these things happen, right? Mom kwanans, the, the young, the, 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 the one that's brought in essentially mm. to give birth on behalf of her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, gets pregnant, but as these things, as they have it, Mom Connors is, yeah. is pregnant also too. Yeah. yeah. So she was pregnant from before. So she, because an assumption on my part mm-hmm. is that, you know, maybe not expecting to get pregnant, she's not looking out for it. So maybe they discover it, I don't know, four or five months down the line. Oh, actually, you're pregnant. So the story has it that um, so you now have the two mom kwananzi pregnant, and then the elders in their sort of wisdom, whatever, say, well, not really wisdom, but so mom kwananzi senior gives birth, right? I'll come back to this. <laughs> mom kwananzi senior gives birth. Mom kwananzi junior gives birth, right? Mm. Mom Connors mm. Jr. gives birth, they say, no, um, we can't, this is just going to cause strife mm. and problems in future. So Umtan and Tanzi, like, can't, it, essentially just can't be alive, right? Mm. So apparently, was taken to the crawl, like, mm. S-Y-N. And the idea was that overnight, um, you know, the cows will tremble. Mm. Yep. On, on, on Umduan. So the legend has it that in the morning, they wake up and they go to the kraal, S-Y-N. Lo and behold, the baby is very much still alive. And apparently is at like the, the, the center of the crowd and the, the, the cattle are, are, are surrounding the child, almost like protecting the child. Um, and some versions of history will say almost like, uh, how, what's that? What is that in English? Bowing down kind of. Yeah, like as if like the cattle almost kind of like bowing down, right? Yeah. So the that baby is was called Mshambi because mm. of that. Mm. Um, and then there are some people who then say that the elders were like, oh, this is an out of this world thing that has happened. So for that reason, right, mm. Umshambi should be given is, is called. Yeah. 
right? So, and then I'll just go back to the to the other. So the other child, Gamam Kwana, the senior, was Unyamande, right? And I'll go on a tangent a little bit. Is, is that in in history, right? Um, what, what what's interesting, especially about Ndebele history, and particularly because it brings so many cultures together, mm. is because umuntu o o yelachwa inyanga, is it inyanga elapai? Um, apologies again if I'm wrong, guys. Correct me. Um, in Debele culture, what what they did is they would say if 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 a traditional healer came to help you get pregnant if you're having fertility issues, mm. and you did get pregnant, the child would be named after the traditional healer. Oh, really? Yes. So hence Nyamande, and I believe Uguti. Who are from like Mutare and stuff. So that's why I'm saying it's so interesting. Like our Dewele history tells a story, even the, the, the names and everything, because then, yeah. So that's why you had Dunyamande, you had then Mshambi, right? Mm. So I'm giving you an example of like those stories where even now, when we now had King Bulelana. Mm-hmm. when the Kumales were you know there were some people that were like no there's this story it's got, it's got this that that yeah. so 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 yeah and even Lopengula himself you know there was contesting but anyway um so, so is this the part where I tell y'all like how I am like how oh. I am real brand right go for it <laughs> we are here listening okay without you know so ulopengula wawa lomhlambi right umhlambi wawa lavantwana and one of them was called Dabengwa Kumalo who was married to Khomile Shabangana who happened to be one of the first black nurses in Rhodesia mm-hmm according to her, right? Mm-hmm. And then they then had a child called Miriam Tonzilekwa Kumalo, mm-hmm. who was married to Ketwood Wova Fuyan, who their children, and then they had a child called Situng. Uh, you know what? Basically, <laughs> no, because I'm because I'm now telling things that that I'm thinking. You know, when when you're asking mothers, make their name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that a child called Tawazila who had a child called Natasha. No, so please, I went to actually respect my 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 directors. Like I know that um, we are directly descended from. Um, from Ziligazi. So there's like this whole complicated family tree. And I need to kind of read what's where we, where like I come in, like where my mom comes in. Um, but you know, all these like Kumalos, we've got Kumalos, we've got Kupanansis, we've got Zondos. So we've got pure, authentic, royal blood in my family, you know? 
like you think I want yes people too much even sleep on me like yes <laughs> when was it that day um uh last Wednesday and I'll say and look is it when we had friends over and they were like oh we should ask somebody from the royal family I was like like you don't <laughs> hello <laughs> we are here we are here ask us you know we may need to find out where exactly you know how things kind of fall into place but i really i think it's quite nice that you know that whole direct lineage um from 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 your from your from your mom's side as well i think i, I need to, i need to do that i need to really um explore that that part of the tree and um and be you know because it's, it's important you know it's important to be able to point where where you come from where your descendants come from um because it helps it helps to kind of shape who you are as well that's in novio's book you know i think it's actually one of the opening lines where she says something along the lines of witty um identity something along about identity and being able to being able to point yourself, being able to point to your grandfather, say that that's my grandfather, that's my father. There's something that helps to shape your identity. So yeah. Okay. Yes. So guys, if, if you're out there, you know, it also just a segue a bit into, <laughs> do you see this tweet, right? Um, I'm just going to share quickly. Thanks. I think this was the Vanessa who brought this to, to our attention. Utekona, so there's somebody who mentioned, was it you? I don't remember. It was you. <laughs> it was you. You sent that tweet by, let me see who this is by, at D underscore hilariously, who was basically talking about how she met her sibling on the, on the internet, you know. So all I'm saying is if you are, you've got, we share, you might be looking at us and thinking, oh, you know, those two, maybe that we are related. DM us, we might be. Because I think it's clear that, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of sharing. Full stop. Full stop. Yeah. We'll explore that a bit later on. Natasha is still a bit sensitive about it. Now I want to talk about the, the generation before us, particularly the men. No, we'll we'll do it on our Patreon because whoo Yeah, that's a good idea actually. Yeah. We'll we'll do my name, guys. That's that you know that should be my middle name. Sort of um it should be Sibaneng because there's loads of us. I'm sure I might find my own siblings here on Twitter as well, on social media, Instagram, everywhere, YouTube. Anyway, story for another time. So what else has been happening? What's happening with you? No, story for another, but we should have that conversation. I think, um, yeah, we'll do it on, on, on Patreon because I've been cautioned about oversharing. So I'll, I'll do it on Patreon. Who cautioned you? I different people, like just, you know, when you feel like, oh, you talk about me. Oh, okay. Thank you, Sherlock or whatever. <laughs> but I think, I think it will be interesting to talk about that like discovering siblings also um sibling dynamics when you didn't grow up together yeah 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 
I think it would be a, a good a good conversation. So in preparation for that, guys, if you have got any um, unique or interesting stories about how you met your siblings, like we already have this whole thread, I think that has kind of um, gave birth to quite a lot of other stories. So if you've got something that you'd like to share uh, with us that we can share as well, you can just uh, message us, DM us um, on, our, on our social media pages and we'll explore. So yeah, so what else is happening? Okay, so I wanted to, um, oh, sorry, I just have to, one last thing, going back to my great-grandmother, mm -hmm. my Do you know what, like, I, I know you said like your Coco, like was, you met your Coco, right? not I yes yeah, yeah. no so um, um passed away when I was in form two I okay. yeah I, I was I was in form two but I just look back at that I'm like oh that was because she was like 90 something at, at that point um and like why shall I anyway let me not uh divulge <laughs> Because, but, but no, but, but, but anyway, like I look back at that, I'm like, oh, that's so blessed. Like, I, I really wish that I, because a lot of this is like, you know, when I'm reading stuff, I'm like, I know these people. So, like I say, like her name was Horile Shawangana, whatever she was a nurse, and she, would, and she, would, she wouldn't let you forget. She's like, Tina, when we're nurses, like one of the first uh, crop, because she was born in, I think, early 1900s. Um, and her brother actually was, um, I was about to say a guy called, it sounds so rude, right? Um, who is, if you are a Highlanders fan, you will know of Nsele Shabangana because he was very active and like one of the key people for reviving Highlanders and everything. And I think in, in Wula, there's actually a Shabangana lounge. I want to think, I want to say. I would yeah. know. So, so, so there's a lot of history there. So I've always thought to myself, I wanted to, like, after I did the Queen Laws Kate thing, I was like, oh, I want to write about Ukok Mashabangan. But then I've kind of been like, I need to, I don't know, I feel like I need to ask for permission from, I don't know who. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but, but, but no. Okay. Yeah. It would be interesting to 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 read about that. Yeah, you should. You should definitely find out, like, you know, if you feel like you need permission from someone. Um, because it's 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 important to document these things, you know, to put it into into paper. And just like I'm saying that as it is, um I look at a bit of paper and I need to look and see, like, you know, this this is like the generation, like our family tree was done by a generation above me. So like my mom's cousins, I suppose one of them did it. Um, but then as, as, as it progresses, you know, like I should be able to say to Tamati, you know, your great grandmother did this, but um, I, I, I also need to be factual on the information that I'm, I'm giving because then it gets very um, diluted as time progresses. So I need to be um, very sure about what I'm saying. So I need, I think it's important to write things down. Um, I need to do my, my my bit of research as well. Yeah, yeah, no, me, me too, me too. I, 
like I, I know a lot on my mom's side, nothing on my dad's side really. So I need to sort that really out. Men's side. That's huh? I'm not really interested in my father's side. Just wait. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like another thing when you talk about your great grandmother, you know, um, just how blessed um you know to to have to have lived no not for my great grandmother to have lived for as long as she did she died when she was 100 and i want to say 107 um but i remember there was a time after after tamara was born where my great grandmother was there her daughter was there my grand my grand so my great grandmother my grandmother my mother me and Tamara. So we all five generations were then. And there's a picture somewhere lying around somewhere. I need to actually dig that up because you know you just appreciate just how how blessed that that is, you know, just to have all those generations together in one space. It was remarkable, I would say. Yeah, that's what I would want like for for my kids and whatever that's why i'm always like a long life because i just think it's just so blessed because mm-hmm. you realize that you miss out on so much when you know i'm like oh grandma mom hey mm-hmm. it is well it is it is <laughs> it will be well uh those who are coming after us will have will have better because we'll be there to to direct them on mm-hmm. but yeah anyway so this week we wanted to talk about, I wanted just to share a little, um, just get your thought process on something. Because, you know, I think I'm a bit more aware of myself, if that makes sense. Maybe that's not the right word, but let me explain. I'm a bit more aware of, my, of the way that I act and the way that I um, deliver messages, the way I interact with people. I... I have this level of awareness and I don't know if it's because, you know, there's an element that we, we obviously were so different and there's things that I come to you and I'm like, Oh, what do you think about this? Because I think you add that whole personalized touch to things. Whereas I can be a little bit more um, to the point. And sometimes it's not very, um, what's the word? Sometimes it's not, it's not very cushioned. Whereas, whereas you would. So it made me think like recently, uh, our, our PT, PT that we're both shared, roped me into, um, into this little scheme. It's called the gifting scheme. To me, it reads pyramid scheme, 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 yo, scheme, yo, guys, English data bundles have, have run out. And but I said, I just, it, not that he wrote me in. I said yes, because it, I was just, I was just like, oh, you know, I looked at, is it worth, um, it's 10 pounds. I haven't paid anything. I don't need to participate in anything. Um, so it was quite easy for me. I was like, oh, you know what? It's fine. And because it's who, who the person is, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll give it a shot. But it made me really think that, you know, is there things that you are, you find hard to say no to? Like, is there things that are, you know, if I came to you and asked you something, do you find, would you find it hard to say no to me? And would you find it hard to say no to me because I am your friend 
And if somebody else, for example, somebody, maybe you didn't have the level of interaction that we have had, came to you and asked you this exact same thing. And you knew in your heart of hearts that, you know what, this is a no. And you would say no. So I'm just trying to, if, if that makes sense, I'm just trying to gauge the way we are, how we interact with different people. And how sometimes you can get into this system of just saying, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Are you saying it? Yes, I'll do it because of the person who is asking, or are you saying, yes, I'll do it because you feel more pressured, if that makes sense. So I don't know if that's, is, it's easy to, to separate those two things. Mm. In my head, it is. So what, what do you think? Has that come across? Like, I'm, I'm hoping that it's, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because I think, like, your question is, um, how easy is it to say no? Because you always say to me, Natasha, your no should be firm. Yeah. Because my no is not firm. No, I, it's not firm. <laughs> It's very, it's very, it's very wishy-washy. So I think that, okay, I am a recovering people pleaser, mm -hmm. right? I, like, it's taken me a while not to care about what people think or so it's two things not to care about what people think and not to try and please people. But I've always kind of like cared about <clears throat> what people think. Like if someone didn't like me, like I would really be like, Oh my God, like, why don't they like me? How can I change them? Not liking me now, now, obviously it's, it's less, you know, yeah. I, I, I've accepted that, you know what? There are some people who just will not like the sight of you, will not like hearing you breathe <laughs> like, when you haven't done anything. Mm. But I don't know. I just think it's, 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 uh, but it's funny because for example, like with the thing that you're talking about, right? The, the scheme, whatever. Mm. Cause you asked me, you said no straight away. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of myself. Yeah. And I was like, how can Golly get robbed into this? <laughs> uh, our PT, we love you. But <laughs> I was like, how can Golly get robbed into this? But maybe it's also. But do you know what? Like, you know, just to just to really if if somebody and this is what I'm saying to you, if somebody else had come to me and said, Oh, hey, I'm doing this, I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm not getting involved with that. But yeah, it's because of number one, um it it's 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 who it's who it is, you know. And I've tried to say to him, Uti, you know what, this is this is this is not going to work. But it also gives me satisfaction when I get involved with things like this. And then I'm like, you know what? I told you that this wasn't going to work. Um, I have, it's not, I am, I'm not investing anything at the end of the day. Um, 
I'm not standing to lose anything. I haven't put anything towards anything. It's just literally, um, he has my name and he's like, oh yeah, let's, let, let's do this. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it's not something that I, I, so you see, it's not that I can't, I can't say, I can say no to him, but I also just want to be, I also just want to, I don't know. No, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's also just, I want to seem to not see him, but I want to support his little venture, if that makes sense. Even though it's something I don't necessarily feel like it's going to pick off and do great things. Which is why I didn't pressure you even after you said no, because I know I could come back and be like, Natasha, think about this. Let's do it for our friends. But, but, but it's funny because I think with that particularly mm-hmm. right, is because um, I, just because of my working background, like I used to work in, in financial services and where we would spot scams, mm-hmm. right? So I think when it comes to things like that, I am so, because it's, it's two things for me, it's like, mm-hmm. no. I think this is a scam or it's not going to work. And also I don't want you to, you know, I, I love you in, enough. Like I don't want you to go down this road because mm-hmm. it's going to be a waste of your time. So if me coming to you and being like, nah, even if you may not agree then, then, but mm-hmm. afterwards, if, you have, if it's going to plant that seed of doubt in your mind, and then maybe later some people are like, ah, okay, now nah, let me not deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that that's kind of more important. But I think with me, I sometimes I get a bit bamboozled. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> with, like I said, um, I I am a, I find it hard to say no, full stop, with no excuse. Why? Because I feel like you should give an, like, I don't know. Like, I, it's the people pleasing in me, you know. It's the, and, and actually, I think I find it easier to say no to people I know very closely. Because I feel like I have credit in the bank with you. Mm. So if I say no to this one thing, it's not going to wipe off all my credit. You're just going to be like, oh, okay. She said no to this thing. But if it's people that I, I don't know, like I'm saying, I, 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 I've always thought that I, you know, I've always thought, oh, as I've grown older, um, um, I can be firm, whatever. But it's interesting that you say that because I, I had a similar, well, not a similar, but I, I had a situation recently which was kind of like, I was taken aback about like just how I reacted to, to something. It was just something that someone asked me to do, but I just, I just couldn't do it. Like, it, it, you know, like just don't have the capacity or the bandwidth to do it. But then I did that whole like, oh, you know, I can't really help, but you know what, you know, like the, the whole wishy-washy sort of thing. And I was kind of like, and then it made me realize that I think I've thought to myself that, 
oh, I'm femme and I'm a recovered people pleaser. But it's but maybe how I've done it is I've adopted that yes, yes, no, yes sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then I've relied on people receiving that to read in between the lines mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, I heard a no, so let me not push. Mm-hmm. But then I think what I personally what i realized what i hadn't what i don't have what i hadn't built that muscle for is when people insist yeah and like almost coerce you is it Mm -hmm. and it and, and it made me be like oh dang like i'm so weak like i didn't realize that that i but I don't think that it's it's weakness. I think you're doing it out of that niceness. So again, I think, you know, I'm trying, like when you're, you're speaking, I was also just thinking about myself in this particular in, instance where I've, you know, I don't feel like I've been coerced. I've just kind of given in, you know, I was just like, okay, we'll, we'll do it. So I'm just wondering if there's an element of me people pleasing there as well you know, because I'm not doing it because I believe in it. I'm just doing it because of the person who has asked me. So I don't know if there is that element of people pleasing, but I don't necessarily think that it's weakness. I think it's just niceness. Whereas for me, if somebody came and put something on my table and said, oh, you know, I have this proposition, I'd be like, no. I'm not doing that. And I wouldn't feel entitled to give you an, an, an explanation because I feel like, you know what, my nose should be, I know. And that is the way that I definitely, um, that's, that's the way that I think. And I think after our conversation today, it made me question again myself that, am I actually too, like, you know, without giving that whole, oh, this is the reason why I'm saying no, you know. Um, but I, 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 as a person, that is the sort of interaction that I would want somebody to come. If I was to ask you to do direct with me, and I just prefer the, that black and white, black or white, you know, yes or no. Um, don't be in and out. Don't make me second guess. Oh, is that yes? Mean is that no? But a partly yes. Like I don't want that. I'd want somebody to be very direct and like, actually, Michelle, Oli, that's not. It's not. It's not me. What you're asking me is not me. I don't want to do it. Um, but thank you. I would appreciate that. And I wouldn't even then go back to be like, oh, but why? Why don't you want to? Such a great da da da. I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. I, I, I would respect that. But don't take us both down on a, on a rabbit hole of, you know, but you said yes, but I'm not getting the, the enthusiasm. I'm not getting the, you know, your, I'm not getting how that you're in this with me. Do you know what I mean? I prefer, I prefer you to say no from, from the start. And that's, that's who I am, you know, and the more I get to accept that this is me, it kind of scares me a little bit as well, if I'm really honest, because I, I see just how, 
I see how transactional that is, you know, and I have always thought that like in the last few years, um, and, you know, again, it takes me back into work because I was telling you about this whole insights thing that we have to do or that we have done that tells you about how you lead with by different colors. And because I did a lot of research about colors and how people lead and leadership um, for my dissertation. And I came out of my masters with the idea that, you know what, the person that I want to lead or the person who I want to formational leader, you know, so somebody who leads from the somebody who is motivating, somebody who will come in and find out to T, hey, what's going on with you? Um, anyway, so this is kind of the project. This is what I want you to, to do. So even with my emails, it's always like, hey, hi, how are you? Hope this email finds you well, kind regards, blah, blah, blah. But I also recognize that there's this part of me that is very transactional where I'm like, actually, I, I do want to know that you're well, but the main, the main purpose of this email is for you to do this. Do you know what I mean? So it's very much a red, more of a transactional, more, not more of a transformational leader. So it, it's, it, 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 it kind of alarms me quite a bit that this is, the more I, I get into it, the more I see that this is the person that I am. And which is why perhaps it's easy for me to kind of say, I'm not interested in that because that's again more need be more transactional than more transformational. And with my friendship groups, I try to be more transformational. But then I sometimes worry: to, Am I? Do I remember that to add that niceness? Do you know what I mean? Like if that makes sense. So you know that's where I am with with life <laughs> currently. I'm just in this middle of. Um, really checking myself, um, really, really checking myself and like, okay, so who is it that you want to be and who is it that you want to portray yourself as? Do you want to be somebody who is, says no quite quickly? Or do you want to be that person who says no because um, I am watering my plants or whatever it is? Do you know what I mean? No, I, I, I totally get you. I think... Um, I've never done the 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 insights color thing, so I'd be interested Good. in knowing what color I am. I can tell you. <laughs> I'm sure you'd be, I'm sure you'd be yellow. Please do it. Please do it. I am 100% sure you'd be yellow. What is yellow? Let me see if I can Google it quickly. So be talking. I like yellow. Ye yellow, yellow, yellow is my favorite color, but it, it sounds like it absorbs a lot. <laughs> what color were you? So I think um, I want to be, I find out like next Thursday. So it's an, um, I want to be like blue. Whereas red is somebody who's motivated by power. Um, so keep keep going. I'm going to look for it and see if I can find it quickly. Color personality test. Yeah, I've seen something say sunshine yellow leader. Yes. What does it say? It should have like traits. 
will radiate enthusiasm and encourage participation of others. They enjoy and seek the company of others and are full of ideas and plans for the future and will welcome change. To have the characteristics are sociable, dynamic, demonstrative, enthusiastic, persuasive, expressive. What's the downside though? Ah, <laughs> the flip side. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> Excitable. Mm -hmm. No comments. Frantic. <laughs> Indiscreet. Hasty. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, the fiery red leader. Is that Don't you? you? <laughs> Please, thanks. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's... Um... So, guys, if you're listening out there and, you know, you maybe... Maybe you've been in a similar position where you are, you find it easy or do you find, do you not find it easy to say no to people? Do you get roped into things that, are, you know, you maybe don't have the bandwidth for, you don't have capacity for, like, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with your friends are asking you and they keep pushing and they're like, oh, you know, but, 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 and start giving you, and you said no, like, how would you deal with that? So it'd be really interesting to, to hear how other people deal with these, how other people deal with these things. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to learn to be a bit more firm. It's so weird because I thought I had, but then I was, but then I'm learning, I'm realizing that actually, no, I have a lot more learning to do. But it's because, and like, I don't feel that I'm not nice. I think I'm, I am nice too. But I think you are definitely up a notch. So, <laughs> so I think sometimes, you know, like even when you, you say no, when you say no, you're like, um, yeah, okay. So um, maybe not, you like already, you said maybe, and someone then can then come and really push, like, you know, because you've already expressed that doubt which is, oh, maybe. So, so I'm like, oh, so there's a chance that maybe you can. So if you're saying maybe you can't, maybe you can. Do you see what I mean? So automatically, if you're that, if you're on the receiving end of that, you're going to be like, this is an opportunity. I mean, some people will be like, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. You said no. Um, they'll capture the no in, 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 as you have thrown out the maybe, yes, no. They'll, cap they'll capture the no. But some, somebody else can come and make you really can push you into doing something that you don't want to do you know and I remember like was it a week or two months ago or was it a month ago I don't remember when you sent that little paragraph of you know oh let me send it on <laughs> declining that thing at work and I was like but why do you have to put in all these you know it's 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 a work thing you don't need to put in all these niceties just be very direct someone has asked you a direct question so respond to it and be like actually no I can't do this because I've got too much on my plate at the moment but you're like oh hey sun is shining 
wonderful day it is. Um, how's the family? How's the dog? Oh my God. Listen, about that thing you were saying, I was like, you're responding to a direct question and you're already putting in all this fluff around it. Just respond direct and be like, actually, I've thought about it. I can't do it just now. Um, I can't do it ever, you know, because it's not something that um, I'm, I'm able to do and leave it at that. It's interesting. It's interesting. Like, I find it so fascinating just how different people react to, to things, you know? And I'm so glad that I have you in my life because of, you know, I tell you about my relationship with, with my guy, right? And he's also, he's an added layer of, of, of nicety. So he's very much, um, you know, I'll go off on a tangent. And he's the sort of person who kind of really bring me down. So sometimes I go and go to Natty tonight. So I said this, and then Natty will just be in dismay. Like, oh, how could you say that? So I'm like, okay, so if Natty is hurt by that, that means there's definitely, he's not showing me, but he's probably hurt by this as well. So I am grateful. Um, 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 your relationship. Uh, uh, my barometer. <laughs> barometer yeah do we have time yeah but yeah we do yeah can i talk about my my uh, toxic podcast oh yes go for it you said you wanted to talk about this okay so just quickly quickly so Joe Biden podcast, JPP, the PP boys are bank and business. Anyway, so um, one of my guilty pleasures is the Joe Biden podcast. Um, yeah, like I think Joe Biden podcast is probably one of the, the biggest uh, podcasts serving the urban market. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts on on this. Um, so you, you listen, you've listened to the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. yeah. So it's Joe Budden with Rory and Mal. Mm-hmm. So it's the Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Mal. And then they've got Parks who does the sound engineering. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as the episodes have gone on, like Parks talks a little bit more so Joe Biden, anyone who has kind of followed, Joe Biden podcast is Marmite. Like he's one of those characters, like you either absolutely despise him mm-hmm. um, or you love him. Like, I think I always used to listen to podcasts, right? Like uh, The Read and stuff, Kid Fury and Crystal and stuff like that. And, they hate him, right? And 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 for good reason. The stuff that Joe Biden has done in the past, I think even he's sort of saying. Um, but I think I just how did I start listening to Joe Biden? Okay, so I think I listened to the Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz, and they used to always kind of go at Joe Biden. And then I think randomly, I was just like, let me listen to Joe Biden. I think he had a guest or something. And literally, I, I got hooked from that time. 
you know, I enjoy listening to people that just think totally different to me, even if I may disagree or whatever. Right. So I just started listening to, to Job. And, and I, I, what I enjoy also about the podcast is like, if you're really into music, into like hip hop, yeah. R&B, uh, like I love the way, yeah, like their music knowledge is top tier and um, just how they break down music. And so Joe Button is, he's a gifted conversationalist, if I can mm. put it that way, mm. you know, if you are a podcaster, like if you listen to Joe Button talk, just the way his mind talks and the way he like brings conversation together, like him or hate him, like that's a talent that he has. Mm. But Joe Button has been, um, so their podcast was a Spotify exclusive podcast which then Joe Button said, nah, because he was not happy with the terms. He was not happy with the compensation that they were being offered because he felt he was bringing more to Spotify. And I kind of agreed in parts, but then, yeah. And then he had this big podcast where basically he was, um, yeah, just uh, forgetting... <laughs> You know, it's, you know, they tell always tell you that, you know, you need to leave a place in on good terms. Mm. Your button mm. burnt bridges. Mm. You did. So this is just giving context, especially for people who, who don't know. Um, but anyway, so so that's kind of his thing. And the whole thing is kind of like, oh, Joe Button, like he messes up the bag, right? Because mm. even before he was on everyday struggle and then yeah. he left whatever. So now, you know, they've got their podcast, Joe Button, Rory and Miles, been going on for years. Now they're, you know, independent, not on Spotify, not exclusive, but on Patreon and all that stuff. And then one episode on my, on my Saturday, I'm like, oh, Joe Button. <laughs> I'm like, man, this, this is my, my toxic kick. I'm like, oh, I'm going to. Because Joe Biden podcasts are like two hours, three hours long. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I listen to Joe Biden podcasts and I go for my walk. Sometimes like weekend, I'll be like, okay, I want to walk like 6K or 10K mm-hmm. if I feel up to it. And I put on my Joe Biden podcast. I turn it on. I hear these other people who are not Rory and Mal. I must say, I have a big crush on Mal. Like mm-hmm. Mal is my crush. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's going on? And then Joe Button's like, oh, Rory and Marlo on vacation. Like, ah, okay. In the next episode, oh, Rory and Marlo are still on vacation. I'm like, vacation? What's going on? And then that's when I'm like, nah, let me go into this Twitter streets. Then people are now speculating. Nah, something's going on with the pod. And I'm thinking, oh my days, like not not the Joe Button podcast. <laughs> so what's been happening? So anyway, long story. I'll I'll fast forward. So what what then happens is um, Joe Button brings in two of his two of his other friends because he's he has his two co-hosts short right. Mm-hmm. These guys is an ish and ice right, and uh, so according to Joe Button. He says, he says that, oh, you know, 
there's just some friendship beef kind of going on. And then he says that. Rory and Mao. Yes, Joe Biden, Rory and Mao, right? So he, okay. he says, so this is Joe Biden. So Joe Biden says, oh, you know, there had been some tension um, in the pod. And then he's like, you know, I, I basically he was saying he 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 didn't know what was happening with Rory, right? Because he was like every time he would ask Rory what's going on, like what's going on at home, like Rory wouldn't answer. And then there's a time, there's a an episode that they had where Rory was like kind of like almost threatening Joe Budden, like <laughs> like to a fist fight. But if you're listening, you would think, well, it's just banter right but when you now listen back with the with the back with the context you're like oh okay and then there's a part where like Rory was like oh because Joe Biden was like I think asking him about his home life and then Rory was like why should you know and then Joe Biden was like oh, like you know we're friends and then and then Rory was like really are we sort of thing right so really? So then, right? But Rory has been rocking with Joe Budden for time. Like, you know, he's stuck with him through all of what, even the Spotify. I personally don't know if that was the greatest decision, personally, but I don't know. Like, moving away from the Spotify exclusive deal. So, anyway, so now Joe Budden, when he's now telling us, he says, oh, so, um, you know, if 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 things ain't right in my with my with the friendship, forget the pub. Da, 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 da. So he's like, you know, so he told Rory and said, This is why I want your opinion. So he told Rory and said, you know what? Take take some few weeks out of the pod. Right? Mm-hmm. He texts him, he's like, do me a favor, t- t- take 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 some uh, you know episodes out. And then Rory's like, huh? What the heck? Like Joe, he didn't explain. It's like, oh, take take some episodes out. And then I think Rory speaks to Mal, and then Mal um, speaks to Joe. And then anyway, Mal goes to record later on, like a few days after, right? And he's like, what's going on? And then Joe is saying, oh, I told Rory to take some time off, right? And then Mal's like, who are you to tell Rory not to come and part? Mm. Right? And then <laughs> um, apparently they get into a fight. And then now I'm really now fast forwarding because uh, they come back, but this is now weeks after. This is now like six weeks after, right? And then apparently Joe Budden say to Mal, oh, like, the pod is not your business. Because the thing is, it's Joe Button. It's the Joe Button podcast, right? Joe Button does all the... Joe Button and his business partner called Ian, they do all the business stuff and all, all of that, right? Um, so, so here's the thing. Like, I kind of... And, and then another thing, when Rory and Mal came back, Mal had a few issues like no first of all you don't tell it's not your own decision to just say unilaterally Rory you shouldn't come and pod without mm. speaking to with everybody else yeah without having a conversation with him 
And then he's, he then says that, oh, he took offense to Joe Budden saying to Mal, oh, this is not your business. Because it's like, I've been here like for five years. Yes, it's the Joe Budden podcast. Yes, there's business and all that sort of stuff. But then, you know, I think you owe, you, you owe your friends respect. And then Joe Budden was like, I don't owe my friends respect. He said that. Yeah. On the podcast. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and then I'll add one other layer and then I'll, I want to get your thoughts. So, Mal's whole thing is like, you should have just stopped the pod until we got this figured out. Mm. Right? Joe Biden, on the other hand, is like, I think they, they skipped like a week potting. And then what he then did is he got his friends, Ice and Ish, to come and, you know, keep the pod going. Because in Joe Biden's mind, it's like the show must go on, you know, the podcast space and everything, like re- the, the attention economy is so fickle if the Joe Biden podcast is not there for X amount of weeks, how many people are you going to drive to the brilliant idiots? How many people are now going to start, you know, listening to the, the fragrant, whatever, Andrew Schultz podcast? How many people will start listening to, um, you know, it, his whole thing was the, the show should, should must keep going. And mm. then what happened at the big, at, when the, when Ish and I started, even me, I was like, I'm not listening to this until Rory and Mal come back, right? And then like even the thumbs down on the YouTube, there were a lot. Mm. And then naturally because people ain't loyal, we started listening to the Joe Budden with Isha Nice, mm. right? And over time, I'm one of them included we were enjoying it because Ish and I have been mm. old. I think they're older than Joe. Um, Cause Joe is 40. Rory and Mal, like Rory is like 31 or something. Mal is 30 something, whatever. Right. So the dynamics are different. Whereas Joe is 40. Ish and I are in their forties. So it kind of turned into like an uncle pod. Uh. It, you know, it's just a different, you know, and I think also Ish and Ice are not industry people. So mm. whereas like Mal is linked with Rock Nation. So anything about Jay-Z, they're careful. Mm. Rory used to work for Sony and Rory was for an album. So people kind of feel like they're not honest sometimes mm. about industry mm. takes because of industry relationships. So Ish and Ice come, da, 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 da. and then now people are like, oh man, we're enjoying this. Mm. Some people, not, not, not everyone. But yeah, so I just, but then anyway, now Rory and Mal have come back. Um, I think, huh? That must be awkward. It is, but I have to give it to Joe because I, I, after the, his whole Spotify episode, where he went on a rant, I didn't think we would ever get a better episode than, than that. 
but mm-hmm. he gave us a better episode when he told us about oh i don't know whether the boys are coming back and when they came back we got a good episode because we heard that and it was good hearing from rory and mal because like the way they explained it i was like joe button you're such a like i, I can't say the word but i was just like because because i understood like because mal because mal's whole thing was like stop the pod let's figure it out and joe button was like i this is a business that i'm running it's a million pound multi-million dollar business i have no time to wait until you get your feelings right um but ma was saying who's to say it was going to take this long if you had just focused on this in a week or whatever we would have had it figured out but i take offense you bringing ishan ice to come come and take our space uh-huh just and, messy. Then, and then now the thing is because people in the comments are like oh rory and mal came back because they could see that people were liking ish and ice it's just i think that's the thing with joe Biden is that he's just he's so messy you know um and that's probably why people like him you know in that he's in his mess there is some form of talent within there you know, um, he knows how to talk the talk. He knows how to to walk the walk, you know. Um, but he, it is so messy. And even if you think about the whole Spotify thing, and I know we spoke about this and I was like, you know, I felt for him, it was, if that's what he wanted to do at that time, then he should, he should explore other options and other possibilities, you know. Um, and at that episode where he spoke about Spotify, I was re- like, really like, okay, you know what? that's what he's saying to me makes a lot of sense. And I think with that whole industry, like, you know, artists and owning your, the masters of stuff and not owning just, you know, what the owners of these companies want you to own, but owning your actual self and owning your voice and owning the masters of the content. I think that is important. And I think the more I hear about stuff in the entertainment industry, I, rec- I recognize just how important that is. And so when he stepped out, I was like, no, fair, fair enough. But it was a whole, you know, it was a good episode. It was a good episode because it was so messy. You know, he literally laid it all out on the table like there was nothing left for anybody you know and I was thinking bloody hell like you know if I was the director at Spotify I'd be thinking geez because he left nothing you know he named people by name um he literally brought in stuff that you know that's even us as the general public didn't really need to know but it was nice that he did because and that's what I'll bet you that's one of his episodes that got a lot of viewership and listenership because it was so messy so <laughs> I don't know years a year or so down the line um Rory and Mal uh, he, he this this has happened you know and I, again it's 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 am I surprised no um I see both sides in that it's it's his podcast it's his brand it's joe it's it is the joe budden podcast and yes he has brought these guys from yesteryear and i'm sure they have got um he really he i i feel like from the way they have their discussions he really values them he values 
the different thought processes that they bring, you know, the different angles, you know, um, they tackle, they they tackle stories and stuff from different angles because of Rory and Mao and Parks as well. Um, was he right in bringing Ish and what's his name? Like I said, from his point of view, I can definitely see like, you know, I need to continue. Um, I need to, I need to put something out. However, I do feel like, you know, if he really valued his Rory and Mao, he would have sorted that out first, you know, and even just say to them to um, be like, oh, you know what, guys, we are not coming to um, an agreement at this moment in time. So I'm going to go ahead with the podcast, but I'm going to bring these two people in for this this episode. Can we have um, maybe by this certain particular date, can we have talked and then, you know, sort things out, but I need the podcast to go on. So that's the business side. But there's, again, the friendship side that he needs to also think about, which he's clearly not regarding. And also there's the fans, you know, I think by him just bringing Ish and Ice, Ish and Ash, Ish and Ice, um, like, what are you saying to the people who have followed you because of who you are, but also who the people that you're bringing to the to the to the pod you know so i'm like hmm you know I, he could have handled it better but at the same time this is joe budden i expect no less i expect a lot of mess i expect a lot of you know it's like a raging bull in a china shop i expect that and that is how he gets his his he, he gets people talking about him so not only will Charlemagne be talking about him he'll they'll be talk everybody will be talking about what is happening so in essence is it also just a way of him to get more more listeners and more people subscribing to his Patreon. He's got Patreon as well. So it's what people are subscribing to that. Um, and we'll never know if he lost people because of that whole ish or if he gained people. We'll know because I'm sure he'll be wanting to share that. But yeah, I, and yet I see also Rory and Miles like, you know, how he, he can feel so devalued. You know, he's been, they have been with him for such a long time. You know, they stood by him, the whole Spotify thing. And even I remember just reading the comments when the whole Spotify thing went left and people were saying to them, like, you know, do you, you guys, you're okay. You don't need Joe, do your own thing. But they stuck with him. They really stuck with him as toxic as he is. They stuck with him um, for all this time, you know, and, putting, I guess, even their own lives on hold just so that they could just progress with this particular venture. So to devalue them like that, I feel like that's also unfair. But it's inter- this is entertainment. Yeah. I feel like I've ranted. No, no, no. You've seen it all. It's entertainment. And I think last thing for me is this whole situation kind of made me risk Joe Budden as a conversationalist more because mm. I was like mm. he talked himself out of this whole thing and because you want to hear mm. what, what he has to say however this whole like oh this is business this is friendship it's kind of like yeah but business doesn't have to be nasty right yeah. so I think for me like when 
Rory and Mal came back and like when Mal said to, to, to Joe Biden, you look me in my face and say to me, this podcast is none of my business. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, like I, 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 I get, I get, and Mal is not like, um, you know, I think Mal is like those, those, you know, by, by the code type of guys and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I get why Mal would, would walk away. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because Rory, although he was like the, 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 like the main sort of cause thing, like he's, he, it felt like Rory's issues had gone, like his tension mm-hmm. had gone and everything. Like he was back to like, oh, this is, this is business. But I don't know, mm-hmm. Mal, like it kind of felt like, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like you broke some kind of code. So for me, I was like, I respect Joe Biden's talent. Like I can't, like he's one of those things, people where like people are gonna follow and mm-hmm. entertaining. However, it's just the whole like business doesn't, you can't look at your friends and say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is my podcast. It's my mm-hmm. business and mm-hmm. And I, but I guess maybe it's also that thing where maybe it did start out with them as friends, but now obviously the business, yeah. But still, I I disagree that business always has to be like awful. Yeah, like it. It then like you know. Sorry, I've still got my work hat on because it just it brings me back to how you you get things moving. You know, because Joe Biden, like if when he, in that particular situation where he's saying to somebody that the pod is not your business, when he's making these decisions, like, you know, okay, I'm going to bring Ish and Ice in. That's very transactional. He's not using his feelings at all. But then when, you, you know, but, and those are, you need that. You need those sort of people to kind of drive things forward. Whereas if it was somebody else, if it was you, you know, you'd be, like, oh, let's stop the podcast. And then, you know, what are the repercussions of that? You know, so I'm not advocating, I'm not saying that that's the way to do it, but I'm saying at times, you know, you do need to kind of switch on that brain and be like, okay, so I need to put out an episode on 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 Monday. Um, and this has happened. And I'm not going to get, those guys are not going to come in to the studio on Monday, but I want to podcast out on Monday. So you do need to put that business hat on. At the same time, you know, you can't use words like it's, because words like that also stay with people. You know, you can't say to someone that the pod is not your business because it's going to, you can turn around two days or two weeks or two months or two years down the line. And like, oh, I'm not coming tomorrow, but you've been like, oh, but you've been paid. I'm like, oh, but the pod is not my business. So you can, you will remember that. You always remember that. So there's a way, um, there's a way in which you can speak to, whether it's your friends or whether it's your colleagues or your employees in regards to get, to motivating them to do stuff. I think. Absolutely, well said. And then (laughs) Charlemagne (laughs) on Brilliant Idiots, the first thing was like, I just want to let you all know that I respect each and every one of you. <laughs> Literally just uh, milking it. And that's it, isn't it? That's the nature of entertainment is that one person's downfall is another person's, is another person's rise. So you'll find that they'll capitalize on that. You know, like I'm not, I'll never treat you like Joe Biden. 
you know, it's just it's, it's the nature of the beast. Yeah, but, but I, there's probably some truth to it because Charlemagne's been stable. Mm. Like, mm. but again, like I say, I'm not taking. We're talking about these people. Clearly, they're entertaining. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's what they're supposed to be giving us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's 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 the genius behind him is that he's he will get people talking. He's messy, but he'll get people talking about the mess. You know, some people will bring mess onto the timeline and be like, oh, I'm not getting involved with that. But here we are, you know, generating conversation. Mm, mm, mm. Nah, nah, it, 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 it is good, it's good. Um, should we call it a wrap? Yes. I need to eat. Oh, 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 oh,